Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets, brought to you by Standard Bank, your partner for growth on this continent. We call home. Hashtag Africa Connected. I can just imagine the management meeting at which this was decided. So they thought, well, Nikki Webikicha looks a little tired, so we need to send her on a, a river cruise. And then, oh, Nikki Webikicha looks a little bit tired, so we need to send her wine tasting in Lusaka because her lifestyle needs us to support it. Your wine tasting in Lusaka. The last time I checked, there weren't huge vineyards on the rolling plains outside Lusaka, Nikki Webikicha. What are you doing wine tasting there? It's an interesting that I'm at a wine tasting in the Saka for to quite out. But the reason I'm doing that is that I've met a South African couple, Cudi and Igo from Rowan, who moved to Zambia five years ago. One of the first things I noticed when they got here, Bruce, is that the selection, as you rightly pointed out, of wine was rather limited. Most of the stuff that they were coming across in southern restaurants was that awful stuff that comes in boxes or too sweet. So they thought, well, it would be a fantastic idea um, to bring South African, import more South African wines, a diverse range of South African wines, to the South And lo and behold, it's going swimmingly. And in just a short period of time, they're importing and supplying wines to most of the major hotel chains here in Zambia. And they're also now, mostly whilst a lot of that has come in the South, they're expanding to other parts of the country as well. So it's a fantastic uh, success story for them. Just by way of numbers, groups in 2015, for example, uh, the number of boxes they were bringing in 19 pellets in 2015 and then it almost more than doubled in 2016 to 59 pellets of, of, of wine which they're bringing into Lusaka. Well it's lovely I mean I do like it. it's expanding trade it's expanding operations somebody's seen an, op- an opening in the market and South Africans doing good in Lusaka if you've been on holiday in Zambia you'll know if you do fancy a glass of wine what it's going to cost you. Uh, when I was last in Zambia just uh, the, the copper price was depressed the, the kwacha had been revalued and since then the copper price has fallen more dramatically and the revalued quatches lost a lot of ground. Is, is mining still the backbone of that economy? It still is, uh, you know, Bruce, despite uh, the gloomy picture which you've just pointed because it is, of course, uh, the biggest export that this country has. So a large part of northern Zambia dominated by the copper belt. There is a sense here that uh, prices will start to recover. But what I'm also hearing is that people are not exploring other minerals in Zambia. So that would be quite exciting if uh, there were to be a more diverse set of minerals to be explored. And that's not in the north, but in other parts. But certainly uh, still the biggest export, still the main export uh, revenue uh, generator. I heard an interesting story uh, today, Bruce, that parallel to that is a black market where we're seeing people actually hijacking trucks full of copper uh, from uh, the copper belt. And these people are making fortunes and they're being exported uh, nefariously via countries such as ourselves, actually. So that is a big problem that the Zambian economy also faces, that the black market export of copper, which of course is very lucrative, as you know, uh, because copper is used to make all sorts of things, even the very phone that I'm using to speak to you now. Exactly. And it's working very well. Now, tell me about Cesar Siwale. (laughs) Who is Cesar Siwale? man that we met at a mug and bean this uh, morning. And the reason we met him there is that he's the CEO of a company called Tangier Securities. And they've invested in a range of sectors here in, in Zambia. And he has a wonderful term that he refers to Zambia as the superlands of Africa. Because it was largely not involved in, in many of the conflicts that we seem to be peaceful and stable, it presents so many opportunities and it's got a very... Um, 
resilient economy, he calls it. So they've invested and brought in international labels like Mug and Bean and Pizza Hut because we've seen a growing middle class. And, you know, with a growing middle, uh, middle class, people become more aspirational. So it, the time is ripe to bring those brands. And he says, then Mug and Bean is doing really well, and so is the Pizza Hut. But he's invested a whole range of stuff, uh, FMCG companies as well, and uh, international um I beg your pardon, internet service providers and mobile money, which he says is a huge opportunity. But for him, the big story about Zambia, underexplored, is agriculture. Most certainly. Nikiwe Bikicha, thank you. She is our correspondent in Lusaka. Uh, she is our Africa-connected correspondent. Nikiwe Bikicha, working very hard, as always. For more on Nikiwe's travels, go to africaconnected.702.co.za. Standard Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth. Combining their strong African presence with global capabilities, they the support the aspirations of clients looking for a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with 702 and Cape Talk on Africa Connected to give you in-depth first-hand insights into, into Africa's diverse markets. Let Standard Bank be your partner for growth on this continent we call home.